Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 6, you will hear stories from our seventh collection, Twists and Turns. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. The Space Between by David and Sarah How could this have happened? As I stood there watching this woman I loved, my heart was breaking. My mother's wide blue eyes were filled with fear. She cupped her left hand and swept her right hand along the top of a clean counter as if wiping cobwebs away. Look at this. How could they put me in this room? She shook her empty cupped hand in my face. This dust is everywhere. Her right hand pointed high, then low, as she crossed the hospital room and wiped her clean hands over the basket. I don't understand what's happening. She told me she woke last night to the sound of pounding. Men were making a coffin next to her bed. She pulled her covers over her head and waited for the darkness to fade. Later, my wife visited and took her for a walk. Stopping by a window in the hall, Mom pointed to the empty rooftop below. Look at those children. How could their parents let them play on that roof? She banged on the window. The one with the striped shirt? He's too close to the edge. This all started rather simply at the dinner table with friends at the assisted living facility. Mom's speech became garbled. She fought for the right words, but couldn't get her point across. The staff stepped in and called an ambulance. After a few days in the hospital, her speech returned. We hoped things were going to improve, but they did not. Shortly thereafter, the hallucinations and paranoia stormed forth. My brother and I met with the doctors who advised, for our mom's safety, she be moved to Ward 6, where she could get the help she needed. I got off the elevator, took a left, and approached a barricade, an imposing door with a small window, heavy twist handle, and a red light high over the frame. When I picked up the phone on the wall, a calm voice asked, Purpose? I gave my mom's name. Access. After a soft click, the red light over the door turned green and I twisted the handle. These people believe that I am sane, so I am free to pass through the first set of doors and enter the space between, leaving the outside world behind. I closed the first door and waited. Another door confronted me, window to the left heavy handle below it, red light above. It's a simple yet efficient system. If a runner gets through this door, the short haul will be sealed and the would-be escapee will be forced to return. I am not a runner. When the time comes to leave, the doors will open and I will be set free. I smile to the security camera. Then I hear another click and another red light turns green. 
As I enter this separated world, tension invades my chest. I feel helpless. I can do nothing here. I have no skills. I have no power. I see my mother's shrunken body shuffling through the crowd. She passes a woman roaming about with lost, lifeless eyes, walking the hall with a silent visitor. Nearby is the hello there caller, who greets everyone who passes. He sits with a small woman wearing a forced, tight-lipped smile. The twig man stands by his walker, carrying on an impassioned conversation, concern etched in his ancient face. No one is standing near him. No one listens to his words. A blur of activity fills the hall. Some patients have visitors. Others are alone, existing only in a world of their own making. I focus on my mom as she comes closer. I remember that sweet face before here. She grabs me with a hug, and we stand silent. Then we separate and find two chairs along a back wall. She tells me how sadness, fear, and anxiety are with her each day. She lived a caring, loving, and good life, and can't understand why God is doing this to her. She pleads with me for answers. I have none to give. Earlier the therapist called and said Mom was making progress. Her brain was rewiring, coming back, he said. The hallucinations were fading, and she might soon be released to return to her life and her dog. When I left, I stood in the space between the doors and watched my mother through the window as she melted back into the crowd of fellow patients. Were the hallucinations really gone? Did she know she was getting better? Could this all happen again? Would she join me at some point in this space in between? Would her smile at the security camera be returned with a soft click and a green light? Would the turning of the handle open the doors and set her free to join the world outside, beyond the imposing doors of Ward 6? Copyright 2022, David and Sarah. David and Sarah lives on Hilton Head Island in South Carolina. He enjoys his time with his wife, Ellen, and their dog, Mindy. He is a member of the Island Writers Network and works as the Congregational Administrator at the local Unitarian Church. Having recently completed his first novel, a speculative thriller titled In Your Own Backyard, David is now editing the manuscript and working toward publication. David is also a musician who has written and recorded over 400 songs, most being about his wife. Visit davidandsarah.weebly.com Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of 6-Minute Stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. You can read them all in the seven anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L-Jones.com. 
there you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next personal story publishing project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.